It's the clearest of nights when the stars shine underneath the glow of the moon. That you realize that feeling inside of you exists. That there's more to life than the way you have been living it. If only a flicker of light that reminds you of the truth that burns inside of you. We all exist and come from the same seven stars that make up the me, the we, and, and the, the us. us. We are the road to remind you of this and hold your hand as you walk home. Well, we started the fourth season in 2022. You know, we don't we don't roll on linear here, but mm. here we are in 2023. Mm. You know, a little bit behind on the quote-unquote times and linear time as today's episode is about the whole entire year leading into season four of this podcast, which is actually super crazy. Mm-hmm. I was just saying to, um, I think you, Alexia, yesterday when I was like, we're starting to really form how to give information to people who don't really know our world. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we have a podcast Mm -hmm. that is like literally, hi, here's your handbook, find an episode Mm -hmm. or for me to be able to go through this podcast and find episodes that to us is like so basic and so old and so far from where we are now. But you forget that when people are just awakening, just remembering who they are, those still hit in such a huge way. Yeah, and I feel like we always forget about content that exists because we're always looking for new information. Mm-hmm. So I we, love that. So we never go back and like revisit the things that are there. Well, just in my work alone in the last like few weeks, so much is coming up. And one of the big um, information that came through was what we did from January to about June in 2023 we played on different floors, obviously, okay? So that could be happening right now for all I know, but let's just look at last year. We played on the me floor. So whatever your layers were on, say, floor one of the skyscraper, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you're dealing with your wounds. You know, Becca was coming on grade last January at this time. Mm-hmm. Skylar was just, you know, going through his stuff and, and, and Becca was remembering whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And then if you go higher up on the floors, you were in 2023 energy Mm -hmm. doing work from January to about June, depending individually for every single person for now. Mm -hmm. So when that information came through, all of a sudden I heard as well, go back and read the posts from January to June. They're all for now. Well, I mean, I was in the tub and I was messaging Alexia and me and her specifically went through. And when we started getting around April, May, we were like, what the fuck? And that's the power of what you're just saying. You know, the word could be called content, but it's really coded information that applies you know, limitlessly. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yes, information does expire in a sense, you know, like if you look at what's out in the world right now, all of that information is so expired. Like, yeah, if you go to Eckhart Tolle books, if you go to, um, you know, the, what was the one that we used to love? The the Um, blue one, Michael Singer. Oh, uh, Untethered Soul. Soul, Like all of those are outdated now. Mm -hmm. They're great books for the gateways that start even like, um, 
uh, Seed of the Soul. Or Bringers, Bringers of the of Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. You know, it's all old. We've mm-hmm. surpassed it all. Mm-hmm. But depending on what floor you're on, you'll intake that and it will hit for you. But there's a faster, more efficient way with all this coded information. Mm-hmm. And what I really want to touch on about this coded information is it's beyond this body of form. Okay, when we say coded information, you're not computing it in your brain and then applying it through an understanding. Mm -hmm. You're taking it into your cellular makeup and there's a feeling and there's like a combustion that happens in your DNA and in your cells for that to help elevate you. Mm -hmm. And I feel that we really need to touch on that because when we say code it, that is um, surpasses time and space. It is a vibrational frequency that hits your cellular makeup. It surpasses the face value meaning of a word Mm -hmm. because it's like words aren't just words. Mm -hmm. Words with the intent of downloaded information then code something so different than say if you were reading the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? It's mm-hmm. it's a whole different frequency. So if you look at my world since I begun is the number one rule, and we've had a little bit of conversation about this, me and Skylar, is in the last few days, he's like, Coco, you made the rule for yourself when you started downloading all your coded information, especially on my Corfu Coco Instagram account, was it's for me. And then it's for the one person that it hits. Okay? Mm-hmm. And... I kind of got lost in that gateway in the last like month because it's just been so couple months here, so busy serving everybody else that I forgot what my um, duty duty was mm-hmm. and my legs and my body and everything show mm-hmm. why I'm experiencing what I'm experiencing because I'm not letting the codes come through. Mm-hmm. So that happens with everybody in their specific pillar as we move forward in living as the light. Whatever it is, you have to let these codes move through you, whether it be through your purpose, whether it be through the things that you need to say when you get solid and stable in who you are, that is just a state of being that you need to have. Mm -hmm. So I really, really want everybody to hear that right off the hop is You'll see from the beginning, even when I used to put stuff out in the early days and people would come and they'd be like, you spelt something wrong. And I'd be like, great. (laughs) Like the grammar is fucking shit according to standards. And I remember as a little girl going up through school and getting told this all the time. You're a phenomenal writer, they would say, but your grammar is absolutely fucking horrible. And I used to get so frustrated because the way that it was coming out of me was the way it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Well, it's feeling. Yes. Code it. Mm -hmm. So you're going to see a lot of things start shifting, especially for me, because I'm going to go through these posts that were posted last year Mm -hmm. and start resharing them. And I really want you to really read this stuff from a feeling perspective versus a thinking perspective and I want to hand that over to Skylar to kind of break down whatever's coming to him on the feeling versus the thinking um, aspect because I know his writing when I've read his stuff is the exact same way it's like you can use the metaphors and you can see it but it invokes something in you and that is a coded experience I don't really have a whole (laughs) bunch to say about that Um, I don't know I've always used I've always used both like feeling and thinking in order to come up like with anything, especially like with writing or thoughts or even speaking is like, wow, I really disliked how like if I'm talking to someone back in the early days, it was like, wow, I ramble way too fucking much. So it's like, 
less is more. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like always finding that like that boundary where you're just saying enough and you're not saying too much. That's kind of what I always done, but it's always kind of like a dual process. I've always found not so much just like a feeling versus a thinking. It's a, it was both. Well, you have to have the feeling to then apply to your logical mind. So do the girls, do you guys have anything to share with that? Yeah. Because I mean, I feel that we do think a bit, but what I'm really trying to hammer in is the feeling first and then the thinking. Well, that, that I think was just said, I remember having this, uh, conversation with myself is like, what comes first? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking mm-hmm. first or mm-hmm. are you mm-hmm. feeling first? Mm-hmm. And generally you're going to, the, the, the feel comes before the thought. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have to realize. And some things you just have to just feel. Yeah. And not and, make sense. Of. And not make sense mm-hmm. of because it just feels right. Yes. And whereas some things like you kind of have to like, well, okay, I don't really know what this feeling is. And you actually have to think about it a little bit and you may get an answer or the answer may come in a day, a week, a month. But sometimes you just have to just notice things that are coming up. Yeah. Because that's all it's meant for. Mm-hmm. It's like a stop. It's like a, it's like a road sign. Mm. You're supposed to read it, notice it, and continue down your journey because it only makes sense later down the road. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily for right now. And I know you and I, I'm pretty sure, have had conversations about this where it's like, if you're ever to write something, you have the feeling to start writing, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you write. But whenever you come at it from, I think I need to write something, or there's that push and not that fluidity, then the whole piece of whatever comes out of you isn't received in that coded well, way. Well, it's, it's mm-hmm. ego slash program based, mm-hmm. and I want to touch on that because that's great. Back in the day when I – I'm going to use me as an example. When I first um, – started this remembering who I was, I journaled a lot. And there was a stark motherfucking difference between when I needed, I told myself I needed to sit down in a regime and fucking Mm -hmm. journal versus I got what I call the call. I got Mm -hmm. a a feeling to go and do it. And all of us sitting here right now, journaling is long, long, long gone. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that you move out of that. You Mm. truly move out of that because what happens is you become the meditation, you become the journaling and you're able to process it in the moment. I have found that when journaling lingers, just like meditation, it then becomes a program. It then becomes a habit and you continue to still seek something outside of you. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to write outside of you to discover the nugget versus it being inside of you, Mm -hmm. which is a feeling. Well, it keeps you in thinking yes and I remember back in the summer when I was going through debunking my program I was like always in the notes in my phone Mm -hmm. writing things out because I so badly wanted to think my way through where I was at yes and And you so badly wanted to discover this nugget outside of you to make sense and it was crazy because journaling looking at you has long surpassed you've moved on from it Mm -hmm. but then in the summer when her AI was falling you were crazy about Mm -hmm. it you're like oh I'm journaling I'm writing out the notes and I'm like what what are you searching for here mm-hmm. trying to find answers exactly yes. through and thinking it, and yes. it was the grasping energy that yeah. kept me in the same spot because the yes. minute things started moving forward that no longer was something I even went after mm-hmm. right like I had to let that go in order for things to just naturally well, come through and even and even what's coming to me right now is on on uh new year's day we took all the notes of um 
2022 that I had been taking of the work that we had been doing and we kind of mapped it out on um, the window at the penthouse okay and we were mapping it out or whatever and then I could start feeling this like frustration in me okay and we were doing pyramids and we had you know people's names and we work and we were trying to piece it all together and Skylar you know was talking and the girls were kind of talking and then all of a sudden like my chest is heavy everything about me is like cringy and I'm just feeling like agitated and fucking angry and then I look over at Skylar I'm like this is fucking overwhelming to me this is I can't I can't and it's crazy because then he said to me he goes yeah well of course he goes because everything you do is from feeling Mm -hmm. and he's like you know but this was great to just have this experience and put this out here then the next motherfucking day I'm in the tub and all of a sudden like the best Mm -hmm. the best download of the map of who everybody was in WeWork, what everything was, came out. But that's that thing that Skylar's saying, that sometimes we have to feel and think. So mm-hmm. I needed to see this like analytical, like names, kind of date, whatever. And I took none of it in, to be quite mm-hmm. frank, mm-hmm. but it coded me. It coded me. And that's what I want to share with people. These freaking names and this stuff up on the window, it did something to me. Mm-hmm. And even though I was like maxed and I was like, no, immediately when he said that to me, I'm like, you're right. This isn't me. We're not going to fucking get any information from this. But what what that did is coded me beyond this time and space. And then in the tub, what I downloaded was phenomenal and really wrapped everything up with a big bow. Mm-hmm. But that explains how it's just we let it be and then things come down the road. And at no point were you seeking the information. No. And I feel like that's huge mm-hmm. because we can sell and tell that we're not seeking the information. But if we have to take time to sit down to ask ourselves questions <laughs> or journal something, you're in full seeker mode. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. are looking and, and when searching. We, and when we were doing that, we were chuckling. We were laughing. Mm-hmm. You know, Becca was saying, mm-hmm. oh, I could be over in left field, but maybe X, Y, and Z. But it all was coded. It mm-hmm. all helped us really move forward and piece some things together and that goes back to what he's saying there was that kind of logical thinking on the window all the things but then my body after you know 20 minutes was like okay we're max we're done you've intaked what you've what you've needed and on we go and that's a huge um shift in how people live Mm -hmm. and I feel like it was either you or Skylar we were talking and we were saying that nobody in the world feels like majority of the people don't feel was that you and we were saying that that's such a huge flip I feel like we've had so many conversations about this but yeah because I think it was the three of us that were talking about like consuming things Mm -hmm. and buying things where nobody literally feels Mm -hmm. anything Mm -hmm. it's like it's told to you you do it Mm -hmm. you see something you just believe it. Mm-hmm. There's no challenging of what actually is correct for you. Well, even just in real time, I have somebody in my DMs right now who's doing like a shopping cart for themselves to start like um, moving more into feeling. And she's saying to me, yeah, so I looked up colors that complement a pale skin. I'm like, so thinking. Mm-hmm. What do you actually feel like wearing? Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh my God, I'm so groomed. Like, I'm so groomed. Well, and to go back to like your post specifically with the thinking and the feeling, whether you're aware of it or not, there's always a feeling that comes first. But then what happens is we trip ourselves up and then we go right into thinking to try to understand what that feeling is. Mm -hmm. Instead Mm -hmm. of just reading the post, going along with the feeling and being like, wow, this evokes something in me and letting it be. 
Yes. Because also with your posts, you can always come back to them, read them again, and it, you well, may that's find what we're something saying. fucking different. That's what we're exactly. saying. Once I start reposting some posts here, yes. it's going to be wild. And who knows? I might go deep in the treasure chest and go all the way back, you know, four years ago, because mm-hmm. you're going to also see the growth in my codes and the growth in this world and this work. Mm-hmm. Um, just to build off of what Becca is saying, what I have really noticed with a lot of different people is they come up to these moments that invokes a feeling mm-hmm. and then they try and have a thought ab- about it. Yes. And then that, that stops them from having the experience mm-hmm. that's, they're not allowing. So can things, we give an example? Well, they're not allowing things to unfold. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have an example. No. And well, then you, end up in, <laughs> then you end up in left field. Well, really, yeah, truly, be, honestly, well, you end up back where you started because you didn't let anything unfold because mm-hmm. you thought your way back out of it again, mm-hmm. or you talk yourself in circles because the ego took over and started to control. Mm-hmm. So an experience that maybe people have would be like clothes. Well, let's do these flowers right here that we're looking at is a prime example. That's what's coming to me is Alexia sat down and said, oh my God, those flowers in this vase are so beautiful. And Becca had said, yeah, Skylar picked these out. So let's talk about this. Did you come at this from thinking or did you come at it feeling? <laughs> I'm thinking, honestly, I'm, 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 feeling that you did it from feeling because Alexia felt the feeling about these flowers. Mm -hmm. When things come from thinking, we would have been like Becca's bouquet that she bought at one of the Airbnbs that it was a nice fall bouquet Mm -hmm. and it was fucking (laughs) chewy. Yes. Yes. Um, Yeah. But are you coming at this from thinking or feeling? Are you talking? (laughs) He's he's whipping his own ass over here. Um, Yes. Let's be real. Okay. Uh, the, The thinking aspect of the flowers is... The buds are closed. Okay. I always like to buy flowers where the buds are closed. So that way then when you get them, they open up and they last long. Okay. Well, that's basic. Yeah. That's that's the thinking side yeah. of it. The feeling side of it is Coco likes them. Yeah. You know the feeling that yeah. it invokes in the space. Coco she, likes them is him saying he knows the feeling of what Coco likes. Um, I want Coco <laughs> to be happy because yes. I love her is really what the feeling is. Yes. Personally, when these things bloom and they open, they <laughs> choke me out because they smell very strong. So, the pollen is not yeah, for me. The pollen is not for me, but that's kind of where yes, it comes from. Is but I know what people that, need to hear, it's that simple, okay? Coco loves them. I love her and I want her to be happy. That is a feeling in which he's tapping into. Do people see that? He's not doing that from his wounds and just picking some fucking chuggy ass fucking flower bouquet. He knows that flowers are my world. He knows that it invokes a feeling. So he taps into that feeling Mm -hmm. instead of from his wounds or Becca's fucking uh, fall chuggy okay. well, with the acorn like, one yeah. <laughs> the acorn. Well, but that was a great experience yes. for you because yes. you're like I fucking but knew I put myself in the limitations of fucking face value yeah. so what had happened was yes exactly I saw so it was at urban fair I walked in and I saw these really beautiful punchy purple yellow and pink flowers and I was like god those yep. are unreal Feeling. and then I went <laughs> over far to the fucking left got sold and to. I got sold to and I saw these flowers that were like orange with like wheat and fucking weird wood spirally thingies and I was like oh but these are nice and it's fall so I fucking went with the fall ones and Coco was like 
yeah, these are okay. And then like two days later, we were like, these are fucking ugly. Like immediately, no. But exactly, I got I said, lost. I said to her, I'm like, they'll do. But there was zero feeling. Yeah, and they were so fucking cheeky. Just horrible. But, but notice the, yes, the, the, the walls difference. that you put yourself in. Yes. And mm-hmm. also somebody could have easily been like, well... Um, lilies are more of like a spring summer flower, so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something more like wintry or whatever logic. the fucking yeah, case logic. Be. Logic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, sitting in the middle of this space right now, these don't even compare to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Beck could pick those. They, like you can't you can't see the flowers, but they are yellow. I don't know what they are in roses. I think they're little. Yeah. Why'd you lilies. pick those ones? Those are a you world. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. In um, real time. Well, it was either those or no, I know exactly why. So it was either those or a bigger bouquet with um like the big face, like yellow daisy looking ones. Okay. And I said, I was like, I really like these to Skylar. And he's like, well, you already have yellow. So no, but that was a straight up light check. And then I just went with those. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, good story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're just breaking it down yeah. for everybody but in it's real just time. So stark. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. just two different yeah. things going mm-hmm. on here. So I feel like everybody's starting to see this. We're seeing it in our world a lot. I just had a whole session yesterday where it was like somebody's work this week is every single body sensation that they're having this week is to show them that they're going against the feeling that is trying to happen. Mm -hmm. So the example that had come through in session is how many times do you actually feel like making spaghetti and meatballs? But then the logic is like, I should have the leftovers Mm -hmm. and we go completely against what our body and our light is wanting, Mm -hmm. you know, a big thing that we have in our world that we cackle about, it could be 11 o'clock at night and it's like full fucking meal Mm -hmm. because you feel it. And what we've really realized through my work is that when you listen to that, that then turns into something in uh, density. Mm -hmm. So feeling is just a bigger picture and I'm going to kind of leave it there. But the reason why I opened this and started with this whole feeling conversation is because of the 2023 energy and where people are going to get bamboozled by the spiritual ego if you don't fucking feel. Okay? The spiritual ego, ego, I feel like we need to stop right here and really break down what that is before I read the energy report. Okay? So the spiritual ego is ego and program are the exact same now, okay? It's just the world hasn't caught up with the language of program, which is the AI, but we're going to talk about it. So the spiritual ego as a whole is fucking arrogant, okay? It knows, it um, disguises itself behind the words, Mm -hmm. okay? It is a tell and sell. It is a personal gain. It is judgy. Mm-hmm. It is uh, that activism layer of you versus me. It has a complex. Yes. So it, if you look at the spiritual ego, the spiritual ego always wants to be seen in the light that best suits that being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the spiritual ego is really, it kind of looks like, um, we were saying it yesterday in your session, Alexia, like a chalky kind of dust around the world as a whole Mm -hmm. and it is really sliding in to everybody if you don't feel or you get cocky with where you're at at in your life is is the spiritual ego Skylar do you have some input on that because you're giving me some some eyes across the table um yeah spiritual ego I feel like it's people like no I'm good 
Yeah. They're constantly good. Or they're obsessed with ease. They tell themselves they have the, the word, ease and the yeah. happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's really what the spiritual eagle is. Mm-hmm. And that light chalky substance is that layer of that's just covering them where like it's ease. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I have like joy in my life. But mm-hmm. like if you actually look at like their their day or their week, you're like, really? Because like you were fighting with your boss, you're fighting with your friends. You just seem like you've been happy, been unhappy three or four times this week. Mm-hmm. Where is the ease? Where is the joy in your life? Like, why are you selling and telling yourself? Well, and also here's the the other thing to segue back. If you're in spiritual ego and then you're in front of somebody who can feel, gigs up. Mm-hmm. Gigs up. Because you don't even have to say a goddamn word and you can feel based on that person's actions. Mm-hmm. And that's why I really hammered in feeling here because when people are feeling, you know. And I remember when Skylar was going through his layers, you know, even in 2021, I would say to him all the time, you don't need to open up your goddamn mouth. The second we'd open our eyes, I know who I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. I know where we were at. You know, Alexia all summer, it was like mm-hmm. we could, that the the house, you could feel <laughs> it cut like the you could just feel it you knew knew where she was at she could tell and sell and sit in front of me and I'm like fake freaking news Mm -hmm. you know and I I've seen it time and time again is that's the thing about feeling is gigs up and we always say that when you don't feel you're looking at everything face value and you're not really see you're not seeing this ego Mm -hmm. you're really truly not well, and back to what Skylar said, I feel like a key component of a spiritual ego, ego is that statement you said, which is, I'm good. Yeah. But what is good? I know. Like, what, truly, ask yourself, like, what is good? Well, here's, here's, <laughs> well, here's how I think that they'll define it. I have, like, eliminated all of the negative people in my life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. External. External, yeah. Um, and I am just so much happier now. Mm-hmm. You know, I have no conflict. I don't fight with people. I'm, I'm good. There's well, just here's no, the thing. You're good no, from where you were. There, there's no stress. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. what they're using good for is literally like um, the way that I'm picturing in my head is like you've just been plopped down in the middle of the desert. There's no one around you. And there was mm-hmm. no external factors. And you're like, yeah, yeah. So I just, I yeah, just, I just survived the plane crash. <laughs> Isn't that and the truth? And I have no water or food, <laughs> but I'm good. Yeah, I'm good right now. All the bad instead, people are gone. Instead, it's true. Like, I'm worried that I'm here by yes, myself. Like, yes. why isn't anybody around? Yeah, like, yeah. I have a pit in my How the fuck stomach. did I get here? How exactly. did I get here? Yeah, like, exactly. I need help. Yeah. And it reminds me of, this was a conversation fucking long ago, like back to Oakview days. And I remember you experiencing this when people would come for sessions with you and you'd be like, how are you? And people were like, I'm good. Instead of being like, oh, I'm and then going two seconds through later, it. They're going through it. Oh exactly. My. Yeah. hands hit the body. Yes. It's yeah. a whole different story. Yes. But yeah, I and feel I remember like- you really... Um, would push that to people being mm-hmm. like, you don't have to say I'm good. Like mm-hmm. that's a programmed AI response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's the thing. You can come in and not say anything. Mm-hmm. You just lay down and that can be a mm-hmm. thing too. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it doesn't have to be this regimed thing. Well, and like what's coming to me is like, I remember it was um, Christmas day. I think you guys had had to help me through something and somebody had come over for dinner or something like I can just see it I was standing in the corner and they said Coco how are you and I said I'm good now but earlier today mm-hmm. x y and z da 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 you mm-hmm. know and that's that true responsibility of oneself where it's like you don't just fucking automatically check out it's mm-hmm. like Well, and the spiritual ego develops because you have moved out of your human life 
So yes. things are better than yes. what they were. Yes. And now you have an understanding of the basics mm-hmm. and that creates the statement, I'm good. Yes. Because nothing is being challenged from where you're at, but yet you're so, quote unquote, you're, you sell and tell to yourself, you're so different than who you were when you were full human. Yeah, you're trapped in 4D. Mm-hmm. 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 I just want to say before, when someone asks you if how you are, feel into what I actually you're, you're feeling, which is great. But also, like, think about where you are. If the cashier at the grocery store asks, how are you? And you go into a ranch and rave about your whole entire day. <laughs> Discernment. Yes. yes. Like, there's, there's a, that is the thought. That is the feel and the thought process behind it. Know who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Feel into that. Because, yeah, the cashiers at the store is not giving a shit. They're like, <laughs> wow, thanks for dumping on me. Like... Would you like plastic or paper? You know what I mean? And I I love that, Skylar, because I do notice that even when I'm out in the world, like when I go get my hair done, I'm like, wow. It's like people hold all their venting in until they go to the hairdresser and then all of a sudden it's like they're just dumping word vomit. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck is even happening? Like I don't even – I don't even know if my hairdresser even knows my – first name half the time because I just don't share anything and I just sit there and I say you know I just want to have this experience I don't need to talk but that has taken me a large amount of work to get to this point but that's me going in with myself being like I don't need to tell and sell to you that I'm anywhere but where I am and let me tell you this is a good example I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting in that chair getting my hair done and I've been going through something because usually my hair is some big activation or Mm -hmm. something's fucking going on and I don't say a goddamn word, but I work it through myself and I'm open and honest when people are texting me if anyone at this table is like, hey Coco, how's this going? I'm like, I'm fucked, you know, or I'm going through it or I feel like crying or I do whatever. And that's the shift outside of this lateral spin of the Mm -hmm. spiritual ego is taking the responsibility of oneself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, accountability was very much the word of 2022. Responsibility is the word of 2023. Well, I think that's just that you have to have the discernment about who you can share with. Mm -hmm. Like there's definitely should be people like I just can't tell them because they just don't understand. Mm -hmm. And And why why waste that energy? And why waste Mm -hmm. that energy? But then you have the people who do understand you should... You should be able to talk to them. Yes. And if you can't, like, what, why is that? Mm-hmm. You know, like, there is that thought. And why are you telling selling? And why and, are and you keep, telling and selling? And half-truths. And mm-hmm. half-truths. Yeah. Like, there's so much, like, thought and feelings that gets put into, like, everything that you do that you're unconsciously choosing all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's time to, like, really have the responsibility and the accountability to start making conscious choices about the little things in your day, about when someone asks how you are, okay, is this the type of person that just, I can be like, yeah, you know, it's, can't complain, you know, it's like minus one or whatever, you know, or is like this type of person you can be like, wow, I can really like let them know what's going on with me because like they will understand. Mm-hmm. Or am I talking to them because they are a partner in pain? Yeah. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Because and I, I'm feeling a certain yeah. way. I want to interject to that um, and build upon that is then we get to the highest level of the spiritual ego that we've been witnessing and mm-hmm. seeing, which is gaslighting and which is projecting and which is turning it on on other people. Mm-hmm. So there's another level Blame. of the spiritual mm-hmm. ego that goes to the top. If it looks like a pyramid, mm-hmm. like most 
people sit on the bottom of the mm-hmm. pyramid, whatever, and they laterally spin there. But then there's those who this energy is just ramping up like fucking fire and it is crazy and it's it's a gaslighting, it's a it's an extreme arrogance, and it's everybody else but me. Mm-hmm. And that is starting right off the hop, the consumption, if I was to call it, of 2023, you know, and it's, and it is something for you to be very aware of, um, in yourself, in others. And it's, it's the work to transverse out of that. And that only happens when you take the word responsibility and do something about it. Otherwise you left and right spin and you don't spin up. Well, I think the phrase that could be best described is, I've done the work, so it can't be me, because mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So with that, I'm going to read um, the energy report, and we're going to break it down, and, and everybody can you know share their, their downloads and their stuff on it as we're going. So... The big thing about this is if you're doing the dishes, if you're busy doing stuff and this is background noise for you, now's the time to sit down and let this be coded because it's very important to understand that when I also read these downloads, it's on a different level of coding. So utilize that and sit down, stop what you're doing, close your eyes, take this in. Again, if this is background noise, stop and take it in. Boom. Instantly, it feels different. And if you're actually aware, you will see inside yourself the truth. You can see it like a hamster ball with the hamster inside and it's rolling, rolling, rolling. And everything feels fucking chaotic inside. And let's be honest, outside too. But they will be so convinced they are good that they won't even accept or realize that by the choices they made, they put themselves here. And it's suffocating. It's overwhelming. It's a real sense of sadness and feeling down and blue. And it's here that those in the hamster wheel see everyone else outside of them, but they have nothing to say about themselves. This is the overarching energy of 2023, and it consumes hard. And we will call this the spiritual ego, or what we would say is costume bloat. That has created a full personality that is ruled by the judgments, tell and sell, and denial of oneself and their light. This shows and begins right off the hop. And it begins rolling and rolling and rolling. And by the middle of this year, in what we call June, you will see a consumption unlike anything you've ever saw before. And it'll be so shocking at how the light that once was is covered in the goo of everything outside oneself because they chose it to. In this space, a lot will shift and change. For those outside the hamster wheel, it's a whole different planet or what we would call reality or state of being. It's actually shocking how two different worlds slash realities live and play out this year. It's the two-sided glass and there's no judgment for where people are. It just is. But you can imagine it as a kid with their face plastered against the window and looking into a candy store, but they cannot get in. They feel it. 
but there is this barrier, this chokehold that stops them and they stare, watch and poke holes at the other side because for the life of them, they cannot find the key externally to get inside. This year, it will be all about shattering the glass from inside out. And many who ran, who didn't get it, who dissed, who pretended like this space didn't change their lives, will find their way back to whoever resonates to whatever floor they feel they need. Because it's the message in a bottle that finally opens up and you will see people drop like flies. It will be a lot for humanity to watch. People collapse, fall, get sick, and you will hear more stories this year of that theme and it will be shocking, but the dots will connect and either it's deeper into denial or wait, what's happening here? It's that year when you can look back in the history books and see the stats of humanity this year is when it really started to have a major upward tick, both in disease, deaths, random things, and most of all the effects of technology and what it will do to the human who is not aware or asleep. It's like a giant octopus that attaches to the head and also comes up from the feet. Checked out is the mainstream label every single day this year. Walking Dead with a better external outfit will start to present and it will be the denial of many that don't believe this exists and that they are happy until hardship bestows on one's path. It will take a barrage of rain and thunder for them to finally realize the glass has shattered and in comes the rainbow and sun if they let it. This is one reality and this is majority of the population living with their faces on this side of the glass saying, let me in with no real idea or reason of why other than a feeling that they can hardly make out within themselves. Then there's those on the other side of the glass. This is the beginning of life now in this space, this world, and it's being built from the inside out. Every year from this time forward will be the best year but not because of some external job, house, space, or clothes you wear. Those are temporary egoic hits, not happiness, and that doesn't exist here. It's peace, a state of being, a fluidity that comes from single choices day in and day out. It's the words accountability that match now with responsibility, and you cannot and will not sustain in this space without that being the way in which you choose and maintain to live every single second of every single day. Here, we are building the buildings this year. We put up the address signs, we plant the flowers and trees, and we let the world know we are here. We live amongst the bliss of ourselves we enjoy the world on the other side of the glass as we walk amongst the same density objects too, but we will see, experience, and most of all, feel them completely different. It's here that our hands become raw as we grab many lights as they shatter the glass and make their way home on the cobblestone streets of themselves. Devastation is what we will experience and see as the year progresses, and it's like a war zone at times as we set up the beds and spaces for the bodies of form to recalibrate and come back online in a whole new space. 
It's the shock and awe that we will see often. We will cry with you. We will relish in the companionship and compassion of the common walked path. We will laugh, eat, and observe, and share all we know to guide you to not feel the way you did before. But that will take work on everyone's part to actually let go. This year, for those of us on the other side, it's the era of retribution that changes humanity and everything that has gotten us here. It's every second, every day, and this entire year that encompasses that over and over and over again. The storm of the seas will blare, but it's the storm there but it the storm of the seas will blare, but in the middle there's a space that's calm and it's here now, inside everyone. If they actually let the glass shatter, they will find the truth and the ease. The biggest fight all year will be the hamster wheel that consumes mainstream. Everyone knows. Everyone will be selling and telling or have a quick fix. They will know more. The whole freaking thing is a thick consumption that feeds the AI that's forming in density right in front of your eyes. And it will begin the formality and trajectory of the technology consumption that took humanity to the same brick wall every single time. It's here this year, the experience of awareness to choose stabilizes and helps everyone who is coming through the glass. And when the falls of those we love detonate, the words finally ring true. Where in the world can we heal and get better? One word, Corfu. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) hearing it a second, third time even hits different. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot to talk about here, um, but let's all just breathe for a moment because that's just huge. <laughs> Even 11 days in from when I downloaded it, somewhere around the 1st or 2nd, I did it on January 4th, it already feels so different, does it not? And um, where do we want to start? The hamster wheel? Yeah. Because I feel like that was the first part of yeah. what we really got into. Yes. And so... Yeah, I mean, I feel... It's that ball, that hamster ball that I had in kindergarten where you put the hamster <laughs> no, in the I ball. No, I used to have, put it in the ball and then roll it down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't nice, but... Poor hamster. Yes. But, yeah. but well, you can see that bubble. And mm-hmm. let's talk about the state of the hamster yes. that's in that ball. Yeah, I love that. Let's do down that. Down the stairs. Well, yeah, down the stairs. But also, and what comes to me, and I said this to Coco, is like when she first read that, all I could see was this hamster in the ball in the cage watching a tv saying fucking you know well i'm good in my ball like what i see on the tv is like a big fucking middle finger up Mm -hmm. and all that was coming to me too was it's either a victim or an abuser to then rescue or be rescued Mm -hmm. in that fucking ball Mm -hmm. and there's a huge um arrogance ignorance and bypass that lives inside of that fucking hamster mm-hmm. day in and day out with mm-hmm. everything that they do mm-hmm. well the hamster glamorizes its life in the ball and in the cage mm-hmm. but it truly wants to be free outside of it mm-hmm. but it doesn't know any different because yeah. the sell and tell of it being content with where it's at is high mm-hmm. and it's uh i love the line where there's just so many good takeaways and lines in there but the one that's coming to me right now is 
you know, this is going to be the best year from this point forward. Every year is going to be the best year, but it's not, you know, even, you know, we're going to have our, our losses of our loved ones within our year. We're going to have some trials and tribulations within our year, but we will always reflect back on our year from this point forward and say that was the best year. And it's not ever coming from, oh, I bought the house. I did this. I did that. And I I saw that like crazy on TikTok or on these reels that everybody looks like they have the happiest year of my life song. Mm -hmm. And then people are sharing these like highlight fucking reels and then writing a whole story about why their year is so freaking great. And that is those posts are the prime example of this hamster wheel. Mm -hmm. Truly Mm -hmm. is it's they're so convinced that because they traveled, because they got a new house, because they got a new job, because, you know, X, Y, and Z externally, and all of us sitting here at this table can relate so heavily to that. You know, I found a note from 2017 and I read it out loud to Becca the one day and Skylar sitting next to me it was all the things I had done in 2017. And it was just this, like literally got my nose pierced, did this, did that. And Becca's like, what the fuck? But isn't that how we all operate in the hamster wheel because it's the picking and choosing yes. of the external things to make yourself look good and and tell and sell and yourself yes and then even like look at how people process a linear year they have mm-hmm. to take a date and reflect on all the external moments that yes. happen they don't take that time to check in with how they feel and how different that is from when the year started mm-hmm. right it's all about like what have you done what have you accumulated you know what's the experience that you've taken a picture of like all of these different things people don't don't go back to that internal feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just go. This is something I just like. There's what 365 days in a year. Mm-hmm. Let's say you bought a house. You bought a house like in March, which puts you somewhere around 90 days in the year, roughly. So you did one thing in 365 days. You bought a house because you're not buying 365 houses. You <laughs> no. bought, You bought a house, which is a great thing. Being a homeowner is a great thing, and that is a huge thing to accomplish. But Outside of that, now are you having to like work 80 hours a week, quit mm-hmm. sp- spending time with your, your loved ones, your family, your friends, and are stressed and are just chronically fatigued to maintain the house? To maintain the house. That took one day. Mm-hmm. That took one day to make, that was your highlight of one day. Mm-hmm. But the other 364 yeah. days of the year, you're exhausted. Well, and that's the hamster wheel. That is the hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. And then I just want to go up a different floor. That's the that's the density hamster wheel. And then there's the spiritual ego hamster wheel. Okay, hamster wheel. Because when you're in when you're in um, you know, density, like not even aware of any of this, we just gave the examples. But then you go up some floors and you do the work. Yeah. Okay, and you start doing the work. What does the hamster wheel look like in the spiritual ego floor? Well, you tell yourself you're not in it. Yes. You, exactly. You're not in it. You don't. Mm-hmm. You don't have a wheel, and you're not in a cage, and you're a free roaming hamster mm-hmm. according to your ego. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I feel like you are a good person that can speak about that mm-hmm. because realistically, you told yourself that you all weren't summer long. well all year, like yeah, for like, a while, up, up until the summer, up until the summer, yeah, up until the summer, leading up. Yeah, yeah. Summer was the clarity. So, point, so talk about yeah. that. So talk about that because people need to see it within themselves. Mm -hmm. And that is the fall of the AI. Mm -hmm. Okay. Spiritual ego is the trap of the AI, the consumption of the AI, the programs you live in, the the defense mechanisms that you have towards everything, the concepts, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I'm going to call out Rebecca here because it's funny. Like on her program, one of her things was, I was like, you need to go, you know, 
overhaul your house and, and get rid of Rebecca and it's time to let zest in. And, and one of the things was candles and she's like, God, all the chemicals and like defensive about the candles. And I'm like, yep, there you go. And she's like, God, that's a program. That's what we're talking about. Well, I think that really works into the analogy we started earlier in the podcast about being dropped in the middle of the desert. Yes. Because you've done some work, you re- you think there's like this invisible bubble around you and nothing in the outside world affects you. You're assured. Yes. Yes. So you're, you're assured, you're comfortable because like I can witness all this from such a higher perspective, but like literally you're, you just cut everything off. Mm -hmm. So you're no longer interacting with anything and you've removed yourself believing it's better. Well, exactly. I love that. Yeah. You've put put yourself into this box. Yes. This climate, this -hmm. climate control box that you're rolling around with being like, huh, look at those humans over there. Look at how they behave and look how wounded they are. That's not like me. I'm in my bubble. I'm in my my little round ball here. And that's more the activism Mm -hmm. side of it. I feel like for myself and my experience, it was like, well, I've asked myself the question like five times. So I'm good on that. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I've done X, Y, and Z, or I'm not who I was at this point Mm -hmm. in my journey. And it was always Mm -hmm. that like, sell and tell mm-hmm. it was just sell and tell well, we talked myself. about that yesterday in your mm-hmm. session where you're like the self-convincing was so freaking ridiculous mm-hmm. but one of the biggest things that you you really own up to now is you're like I see so heavily how I knew the lie inside myself mm-hmm. and there's that quote I posted yesterday on my Instagram where it said truth is now the new currency and we have to empty out the lies within our bank account mm-hmm. so here's the thing you always fucking know mm-hmm. you always mm-hmm. know but you lie to yourself and you and that's the lies in which you live in and it it surmounts you so one of the things that I said to you yesterday I'm like could you have fucking imagined I said to you if we actually would have made it overseas um in June and and we all sitting here is like immediately know we had so much inner work to do but you especially you're like and I and you said and and I I knew knew it inside of myself I wasn't ready yes but it was that fight so it's if I reflect back on like all that all the time let's just say for easy conversation sake like a linear year okay in my linear year i had so many lies inside of myself that i had to overcompensate through selling and telling and Mm -hmm. pretending to not look at them and to not address them and then it's and then that piles up and that piles up and that piles up and that piles up and you're so heavy in a whole fucking illusion of sell and tell just because you can't confront the lie yes and i feel like too the one of the big things here is thinking you're somewhere you're not. Exactly. The lie. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is the lie because, mm-hmm. you know, experiencing you in the summer, it was, yeah, thinking you were somewhere that you weren't and having the self-admittance to just go there mm-hmm. and feel that. And then once you did, there was relief. Was there yeah, not? And, and, well, and it continues to yes. collapse yes. that because yes. it's not just because my mentality was one and done. It was you visit it, it's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. it's like, no, you visit one layer of the fucking multi-layer cake yeah. and then you deal with that. Yes. And and that had to pivot inside of me, but it couldn't until I first realized I was lying yes. to myself yes. because that was the first step was like, mm-hmm. okay, so clearly... I have not been fucking honest with myself this entire time. And I'm scared to be honest with myself. Cause if I look at that, my whole complex collapse, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I no longer have this complex. Well, the walls yeah. of the hamster wheel fall apart. And what is life outside of that? Exactly. Well, I think, I think that's just it. I think a lot of the sell and tell is you don't have this bubble around you because you've forgotten because mm-hmm. you've gotten so used to the yes. bubble being there Yes. Mm-hmm. because it's clear. So you mm-hmm. walk around and you just keep walking in the bubble just keeps rolling around with you mm-hmm. and you 
forget about it. Cause I know there's lots of times when I wear sunglasses in the summertime, I'm like, oh shit, I forgot I was wearing sunglasses yeah. because I've gotten so used to just looking through the world mm-hmm. through my tinted lenses. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just want to bridge on that quickly is, is that's very much the old language of, you know, 4D. I hate even calling it 4D, but it's the only way I can density describe it is you get, so, you get, a, you start feeling better from your human life. You know, your body starts clearing out all these things. So that's exactly what Skylar's saying. And you've been you wearing, coast. yeah, you coast, mm-hmm. you've been wearing these sunglasses. So you're so different from where you were once we're externally Mm -hmm. but it's an inside job that's that's it when you're in the hamster wheel and when you have a spiritual ego you've done no inner job yet and you've done the external yet and I really want people to hear that and the telltale sign inside of yourself is like well use sessions for an example Mm -hmm. is like I was constantly anxious for my sessions Mm -hmm. and I was like why was I so anxious because I had such a lie inside of myself Mm -hmm. whereas now it's like What is there to be anxious about? I know moving in, there's going to be new information to move me forward. That's going to challenge where I'm at. But that I feel like is such a pivot too. Yeah, it doesn't send you like it used to. No, Mm -hmm. and also you you no longer have to protect the secrets, Mm -hmm. which is the bubble. And and if we talk about on this energy report, the shattering of the glass from the inside out, Mm -hmm. you just stated it. Mm -hmm. So it's when you actually start to realize that on your journey, maybe you had to do the the external first to do the internal. And I feel everyone sitting here kind of started that way as well, where we started clearing out the external. I feel Skylar's probably the only one that did the internal. And now he's really started the the external. You were, he was flipped Mm -hmm. where he had to do the internal work and then he was solid enough to start doing the external. But I feel us three really did the external cleanup first Mm -hmm. and then worked on the internal. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about the shattering of the glass, that's in there because there's a divide. So when you're looking at these two sides of the glass for 2023, do you still have that divide Mm -hmm. of this versus that inside of you? Okay. So when you shatter the glass, you just live in that one state of being. There's no pull. There's no fight. There's no anything. If you want to go back to the information of earth one, earth two, you literally just are and you're well, there's and a you're, general like acceptance mm-hmm. yes of what really? reality yes. you're living in yes mm-hmm. and that's, no that's, judgment that's inside the hamster ball mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you have to break it from from the inside exactly out. Mm-hmm. and we had a great uh session with someone we were talking about like how easy it is to sell and tell yourself that like having conversations with people like helps improve your ascension yes and that language that like the spiritual <laughs> ego wants yeah. to use and all the things right where it's like naturally when you just live you're gonna have great conversation with people it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if it's someone you know or someone you don't know and you're not sitting there being like i need to have this conversation (laughs) so i can have a takeaway right it's like Mm -hmm. you just live and you just converse and you just go on well and 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 that's the whole energy report where it's like people are looking at the the other side Mm -hmm. through the glass and they feel that there's something there but they can't even make it out and they're trying to poke holes because they want that that understanding versus that feeling and that's that inner work that shatters that all down and and you just live in that state of being am i breaking it down yeah and and you and in that space through the energy report it's you're constantly searching for the why Mm -hmm. and instead you don't need to know the why you just embark in the experience that presents yeah and and one of the big lines that i really loved here too is that we so we use the earth two and earth one um imagery of 
for 2023, it's like we still walk and experience the same buildings and the same structure of those in Earth One. And just in real time, I'm actually like really emotional about it because this is a really good example. My phone is beeping and um, Skylar had knit my parents a blanket um, and it took him 120 hours. Okay. And he learned how to knit and that was his internal work of I'm going to try something new and we ended up giving it to my parents. And this is a goddamn real time example of living and walking amongst those who see the same buildings in the same life. And I wrote a card the other day and it was a Coco card with my language and I signed it Coco and Skylar. Um, not our birth names. And I talked about how no matter where we are in the world, when this blanket is on them, they will feel the energy of us and we're there. Mm -hmm. And I used our language that would impact them, but also I didn't alter who we were. I didn't write our birth names to appease them and I wrote this whole card and then just now I'm getting pictures and texts and she's conversing back to me about it and the impact it's had on them and using our birth names but who cares because I understand that we walk in the same buildings as them and the same density but we live in a whole different world Mm -hmm. so is that's a real-time example of what it means to shatter the glass inside of you and there's literally no judgment there's no care there's no anything you know we look at Skylar and Alexia their family is not in their lives me Mm -hmm. and Becca still have our parents in our lives and will Mm -hmm. continue to because Mm -hmm. we're able to walk in the same buildings and the same experiences with them and there's no jar there's no anything it just Mm -hmm. is this beautiful amalgamation of what it is Mm -hmm. and I had written in the card saying I know you might not quite understand what me and Skylar do but I know that you feel that it helps Mm -hmm. and that's a prime example of what this is saying Mm -hmm. is once you get past that ego and once you get out of that hamster wheel you see things for what they just are and you embody them Mm-hmm. And you love it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't need to fucking sell to my parents who me and Skylar are. You don't need them to understand. No. Mm-hmm. And I don't need them to understand why our names are his specifically. Mine has been changed for so long and well before this, but his specifically. And I let her know. Mm-hmm. I said, he's now Skylar. And she goes, well, he'll always be Scott to me. And I said, no problems. But that's who he is, is Skylar. Mm-hmm. Well, and I have imagery coming to me right now. Like even, you know, the earth one and earth two if you were to imagine you go out to dinner okay and say you're doing this work and for language sake you reside in earth two you Mm -hmm. embody fucking earth two that's the truth of you great you're sitting at a dinner table and then there is a complete fucking stranger to the left of you that is earth one we'll say spiritual ego that's arrogant Mm -hmm. everybody's the problem but they're fucking all the things You have a waitress come up to you, handing you your glass of water. It drops on the floor. It smashes. The water gets all over you. The person that is solid in who they are, earth to whatever, says it's okay, no problems, because they take the perspective and think, what is that person going through? Mm -hmm. Versus the other Mm -hmm. person on the other side being like, well, you fucked up my day. This is your fucking Mm -hmm. problem. And they make it about like that yes that's mm-hmm. a really good example you know what i mean mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's flip yes, yes there's there, there's a compassion there's mm-hmm. not this mm-hmm. big thing being like well you fucked up my experience it's it's okay mm-hmm. i understand and it's beyond the word compassion it's yes. the embodiment yes. of the feeling yes i yes. think you have to take it even one step farther and be like what is this what is this showing me yes mm-hmm. exactly we always do that what, yes. what is this showing this being this moment yes yes 
she dropped the the waiter or waitress dropped the water and yeah. it has splashed on me. But what is this showing me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is in this moment if I'm looking around, if I'm paying attention to what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. I'm paying attention to what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. and I'm paying attention to what I'm hearing, mm-hmm. what is this moment in time showing me? Yeah. Because there are very um, predominant moments in our day-to-day life that is trying to show you things. Mm -hmm. And there's very subtle moments in our day-to-day life that are trying to show you things either about what's going on in the world, Mm -hmm. what's going on with you, or maybe what's going on with people around you. Mm -hmm. This happens all the time, which is why our level of awareness and consciousness needs to be moment to moment, Mm -hmm. which is why we can't sit here and spend 20 minutes dissecting something because time is is fluid and it's shifting and it's moving you have to be okay i just got to notice this because like the movie's keeping going the movie's yeah, still going and, and it's going to make sense here down the road i want to just add to that because that's part of this 2023 energy so i really want to talk about that and then we're gonna um just close it up at the end of this report but the big thing that's happening in 2023 is we are now moving to live into the minutes of our lives the hours of our lives the days of our lives, and perhaps for some people still the weeks of their lives. Mm -hmm. And I really want you to hear that because when you're sitting here in this moment, hearing my words, where do you live in your life? Are you looking at June already? Are you living in the fall already? And I said to Alexia, when this came through, I heard somebody else say it. I said, holy shit. You know, when I left my house last May and we moved on this Airbnb journey and no fucking idea why we're on this Airbnb journey, but now it's clear as as day in so many ways, was it moved me and then a byproduct of that, everyone else around me into the, to the days um, and into the minutes. And when I still lived in my house, I was like, okay, like when are, when are we going overseas home? When are we doing this? I got to pay rent in 30 days. I have to X, Y, and Z. I still had all those clothes that I bought for someday, everything. And unknown to me, when I started leading this journey and, and we all kind of fell into it naturally through our work, is it moved us into the minutes. And when you're on an Airbnb journey the way that we do, we only extend our Airbnb every three days or in, in mine and Becca's side now, we're doing it uh, once a week. So you really, really, really understand what living in current energy is Mm -hmm. and it even comes down to you know like so many things there was there was something the other day we were moving airbnbs and skylar wanted to talk to me about the morning and it was like four o'clock or five o'clock at night and i said to him i can't even talk to you about that right now you can do whatever you want but like that's tomorrow morning's thing Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. and i did not realize that i myself became the embodiment of living in the minutes and now everyone sitting at this table is really moving into the minutes and the days I would say ourselves because I can't speak for you all but I don't think any of us even look at tomorrow anymore well no it's even getting difficult to say like in the morning you're like hey what's for supper yes yeah. it it's like an hour before it is getting a jar right it is getting so difficult to that or like every morning I'll say to Skylar what's your day look like today and he's really moved as well to what's the day presenting to him Mm -hmm. and fluidity moving in Mm -hmm. and an example of it in real time is this morning I said or last night I'd said to him I said oh we should go to a coffee shop um tomorrow perhaps and I'm going to do some of my downloads and he's going to work on Mandarin and then this morning we had talked about it and then he went out for the dog walk by the time he came back we had already moved to current energy being like we have podcasts and information that we need to get out Mm -hmm. and 
you know, he went to a tattoo shop, like everything just changed because the minutes present itself versus the, the days and the, and the months. Mm-hmm. And also, are you allowing tomorrow to affect your today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the shift. That's yes. the shift. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's going to be the, the fluidity of 2023. And also you can, you can really see how 2022, um, if you were to use it in um, like linear terms, a lot of people would have said like, it was a challenging year for them, a lot of transformation, a lot of, of that. You know, for me, I could say it was the absolute worst year of my entire life for my body, <laughs> what my body went through. But whatever you can reflect back on 2022, people will do that tell and sell or they will actually get real. Now, whatever happened in your year of 2022, I know a lot of people in our world say it was the best year. Of course it was because there was so much work and change for people is now 2023 is about optimizing all that you fucking did in 2022. Mm -hmm. Meaning you are stabilizing yourself in what I call the middle. And we had a really funny uh, session well, not funny, but a funny moment in the session about how all of you guys are shitting your fucking pads about the storm. <laughs> and I'm like just cackling over on my side because right away, all those goddamn eagles is like, I'm in the storm. I'm accepting that I'm in the storm. And I want to touch on that briefly. Oh, I'm in. The, uh, yeah, I'm in the storm. I'm, I'm in the storm. And then I looked at someone in session and I said, you know what's so fucking funny with all of you guys and your egos is, yeah, there's the storm, the literal storm. Okay. You know, you're on the the water and you're in the storm. Cool. But then the storm also means you stepping back into your oneness of mastery. And she was like, what the fuck? (laughs) This whole time I'm thinking it's just like literally the storm. I'm like, yeah, there's two sides to the storm. Mm -hmm. So when you stabilize in the middle of the storm that's existing, you are stabilizing in, you know, that, 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 40 language of the oneness, the mastery of you. Like, who are you? The light being of you. Mm -hmm. So there's a flip side to the storm. But I didn't tell anybody that. I didn't put that information out at all to watch you guys all fucking spin and self-create. Outside of the storm. Exactly, Mm -hmm. and self-create a goddamn storm for yourselves. (laughs) Because there is a flip side to that. And that flip side is, okay, cool. I can see in 2022 or whenever it was for you that I fucking was in a storm. And I constantly was creating storms, but now what are you going to do to optimize that and flip that around and to, yeah, the responsibility piece and stabilize in the middle Mm -hmm. and stabilize in the middle. And that is for those of you, especially who do work with, with us is that is, that is your year. That is your year Mm -hmm. is, is coming into the truth of who you are. Okay. And that is the other half of this energy report where it's like, you know, we put up the address signs, we plant the flowers, we start, you know, letting people know that we're here. It's for those of you that aren't on grid yet, you know, what the fuck? Like, we've got to do something different here. We've got to do something different here. And that's that responsibility piece of in the middle. So there's boundaries up. There's hardcore fucking truths coming out left and right. Because in our world, me specifically as a mentor for purpose right now, and is that course is sinking. It's, uh, it's, it's coming in. Locking it's coming in. in, locking into the middle. 
And that is what we just talked about. That detonator that was written, you know, at the opening of the magazine, that was written at the beginning of 2020. And it says, come February of 2023, the shock and awe will be so mind-blowing and so consuming as multiple millions of bodies fall in one day. And the whole world says, is the has the new been here this entire time and from the bottom of the sea an island rises and that was written and that's documented out and now we are literally here and for six months I've been saying it on the podcast that we've been ahead of time preparing for what's about to happen and that is a detonation of grand proportions that you're going to see all fucking year and I'm not into, you know, the activism and that floor, but I am going to share some information about that because it is the truth. Type in died suddenly documentary and that is the truth of what this energy is going to be dealing with. Period. I don't care to watch the documentary. I don't need to see it because I know the truth of it and I know the energetic energy behind it, which is a detonator. And the fact of the matter is you are going to see more people die suddenly and from things that you can't explain because of choices that were made prior to 2023. And it makes me emotional to watch that happen for a lot of people. But on the other side and the, and the knowing and the peace inside of it is that is why we're here. Because we can stop that, we can change that, and we can alter time within time to help people live free of that. So the truth is this, the world is going to detonate. People are going to have disease and death like you've never seen. And when I first awakened six years ago, it was told to me that I was here to eradicate disease. And now this is exactly exactly the moment and the year why I came, why you came, why we came. This is that year. And when you reflect back on the memories of you as a child and you have the dreams of, you know, there's going to be that year, there's going to be that moment, there's going to be that, that time. This, this literally is the beginning of it. This is it. So on our side, this is, this is the beginning of home coming out of you from the inside out into density. This is that year of, of, of the unimaginable unfolding. But you cannot, you cannot plan it. You cannot even process it. And if you goddamn try to fucking go into the fall of 2023 or into next year of 2024 and plan or think about how you're going to get there, you're literally going to have a fucking hard, rough year to the point that the stress on your body will literally fucking kill you. And that is going back to living in the minutes. Because if you are trying to compute a video game template that is being written in front of you every second of every moment right now and think you know what the fall is going to look like or the summer is going to look like, giddy up. Because that stress and that pit in your stomach and that fucking ego fucking fear and consumption will will combust you. We are so gone from linear time. Linear time ended in 2020. We are in spiral. And the last thing that I will leave about the other side of the glass for those who are starting to live there is if you were in my world, in our world, doing the work in 2022, you did it. You did it on that floor. You locked in. And, you know, 
there's key names that are coming to me right now, but I'm going to say two of them out loud. And two of them are Jackson and Brandy, who did the work from January to June. Mm -hmm. So keep going, keep going, because they are examples. So feel those coded words. They are two examples that are really strong of who did this work in the early part of 2022 to feel spiral. So those names, let them code you. Who cares if you know them, if you don't know them, that's the example of where we're going. So here's 2023. And where in the world can you find yourself healing? Corfu, and that exists inside of all of you. And it's my duty and Skylar's duty of why we came to bring that to density for all of you.